Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another podcast of Inspiring Experiences. I'm Marlene Giuliano. We want to be a source of inspiration to everyone that hears my voice and that causes inspiring experiences. Did I ever tell you how lucky you are? Actually, that's the title of a little known book by author Dr. Seuss who wrote Green Eggs and Ham and The Cat in the Hat. That's something we're going to be looking at today. Luck or blessings through contentment. Did I ever tell you how lucky you are is about the discovery of a young lad who meets a wise teacher who implores the young lad to improve his life through gratitude and contentment. Well, I want you to know that gratitude is not just for children, but it's a mindset that everyone should desire. The outcome is inspiring experiences. I'd like to quote Oprah who shared this, how do you master your life or career field? You master it by being grateful. I believe gratefulness and contentment combined with rejoicing is the key to life's, a life well lived in peace and harmony. Not only do I believe that, but our guest today, Cherry Abraham, an encouraging conference speaker, believes it too. Cherry, welcome to Inspiring Experiences. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Cherry, I heard you speak at a church not too long ago, and you were talking, among other things, about Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What does that mean? That we shouldn't want, doesn't mean we shouldn't want stuff, we shouldn't want jobs, a big house. We shouldn't want things? Well, of course we want things. Everybody wants stuff. I want lots of stuff. But (laughs) the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It just means that you shall not live in a state of want. You shall live in a state of fulfillment. And because God is our shepherd, he will take care of us and he will provide. So provision and contentment comes from not wanting. That's correct. Correct. Now, the dictionary says that the meaning of contentment is a state of happiness and satisfaction. Cherry, you said that it's important to be content in every situation, whether you have plenty or whether you don't have plenty. Can you tell us about that? Well, it's, it's a matter of setting your mind, choosing to be content. Uh, actually, contentment is a learned behavior. You don't wake up content, you know. It takes uh, experience and it takes uh, putting yourself into real life. Not your head, not the fantasy, not whatever they're selling. You know, it's wonderful to wake up and it's raining and you say, oh, this is wonderful. Or even worse, it's snowing. And you say, it's such a beautiful day. You know, uh, people, we complain about the heat in the summer and the cold in the winter. So it's a mindset to, to choose not to do those things. An important mindset. Um, I, I've purposed myself to live a life of contentment being satisfied with my circumstances, not looking backwards, but looking forwards. As many of you listeners might know, and you too, Cherry, my house burned down two years ago. 
this month actually. I was sad, but was content with the circumstances, but I don't believe that I did a lot of rejoicing at the time. Uh, you say, however, to rejoice, and the Bible says to rejoice is an important element in life and uh, an important element to our peace. That's correct. Uh, to rejoice, once again, it's a choice. Um, you have to be very radical about it. Um, you look around and you're like, oh, there's nothing to rejoice about. But if you took the time to start counting your blessings, you know, I woke up, I have a home. It may not be the perfect home, but I have shelter, I have food, I have clothing, uh, the bus came on time, <laughs> you know, I got to work when I should have, I have a job. These are little things along the way. And if you start doing it with the little things, it will become a habit. You know, they say if you do something 21 times, it's a habit. So then if you start rejoicing, like how about you rejoice and you get to work? What a different mood you will set for the whole company. It's a wonderful thing to rejoice, even though you may not see anything to rejoice about. Um, it's hard to rejoice when you're in pain or, or when you're, you're suffering or when you're in need. But I tell you, from experience, if you learn to say thank you, it changes the whole mood. And like Oprah said, you know, keep a, a gratitude journal is a good thing to do. So it's along those lines to rejoice. Rejoice means, to, uh, it means a step above just saying thank you. It, you know, um, you are, we're talking about, and I totally agree with you uh, in regard to um, a gratitude journal, how important it is to, to have gratitude. And you know, I'm thinking about actor Matthew McConaughey, who, um, whose book, Greenlight, among other things, talks about journaling and uh, being grateful for. Uh, your things that you journal in your in your book but not beyond that just to go back later and see where you've come from because like 10 years as people we can elevate ourselves with the right attitudes the contentment the peace the gratitude an attitude of gratitude is important how do you feel about a gratitude journal I know you mentioned it do you have one I do have one. I, I've kept journals over the years and really when I look back I realize how much I have grown and I also realize how much I have to grow, you know. I remember there's an incident when I, I got married in Trinidad because that's where I'm originally from and but I, I grew up here in Canada and I went down and my husband-to-be handed me a key and I said what is this and he says it's your wedding gift so we jumped in the car and we went to this place and there's this huge, it's a duplex. My husband bought a duplex. My first thought instead of, oh, you're so wonderful was, you bought a house without me? <laughs> that was my first thought. And then we moved in, we got married, we moved in and I had no furniture, I had nothing. So my sister-in-law gave me everything. But you would not believe how content and happy I was in that place. It was amazing. I even surprised myself because I'm the cherry, you're not complaining anymore. You know, everything was wrapped in love. And I think that makes a difference in our lives. If we wrap everything in love, do it, do it in love. And, and when you deal with people, wrap it in love. 
Wrapping in love, that is a great concept. I'm thinking that what you said, like to your husband, like, or what you thought actually is, oh, he didn't consult me on this, but uh, I know that, um, you know, that's human. I mean, we still have to deal with our humanness, right? And, you know, somebody who dealt with their humanness really well, um, you know, I want to mention is Olivia Newton-John in her passing this month. What a beautiful, positive lady she was. She was dealing with the reality of breast cancer for three decades since 1997. She, however, was most content and the most grateful person on this planet. She said, what you think creates your reality You can be a victim of life or a winner and enjoy your life. It's so true. She refused to be a victim to her circumstances. Let's talk about resentment. How do we become resentful? And how can we take that attitude like Olivia Newton-John that I'm not going to let this cancer disease take over my life. I'm going to move forward. I'm I'm going to have a positive attitude. I'm going to still say yes to life. That's right. Well, resentment comes when things happen to you, whether it's a disease or somebody has done something. We are all victims at some point, and at some point we are the villain. So I think it's it's very fair to sit down and be honest with yourself and look at your life. And, you know, bad things happen to everyone. We are not in heaven yet. You know, bad things will happen. Like Olivia, she, she did go through cancer and she was very much into um, natural remedies so you know she knew who she was and she knew what she wanted it, it reminds me of my mother my mother is a strong woman of faith and she has been to hell and back and back again to hell and she has baffled the doctors but my mother has an attitude that she's in God's hands and everybody that knows my mom loves my mom you know, she's that kind of mom. And um, my mother, she's 89 this year. And she's she's sprightly and she's happy. And so, like, you know, it's what you think. And then for my mom, it's who you believe in, right? So resentment is a prison. Resentment is drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. So don't live in that. Don't live in you. You, you know, you don't need to live in that um sphere because resentment is something that will build up inside of you and it will eat away at you and yes it can cause physical diseases in your body you know so when resentment starts it's it's best to say okay let me just give everybody the benefit of the doubt because the reality is nobody's all bad we do good things and we do bad things and if we say well if I have some empathy for someone and put myself in their situation, then maybe I would have reacted the same way or done the same thing. You know, it's, it's being kind to everyone, even when they don't deserve it, because uh, I don't deserve kindness and I am always being showered with it. So it's, it goes back, you know, it's, it's first rejoice and be grateful and then don't resent. It's a healthy way to live apart from um, the peace that comes from contentment. So right, so, so, so true. Uh, Cherry Abraham, I want to run some points on looking on the bright side and contentment, gratitude and rejoicing. 
Now these points I've picked up on my journey and we can discuss these points. The first one is stop complaining and replace complaining with giving it over to God. Why is that so important? Well, the thing is we can't control everything in life. And um, being a woman of faith, uh, God is my foundation. He is my all in all. And I know that I can control everything, but he can. And I know whatever happens in life, because I belong to him, I believe everything will work out for the good. You know, all, th all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. And that's what I believe. And that's how I live. So no matter what is happening, something good is going to come out of it because God will use it. And don't you feel that complainers are so hard to deal with? I know that I have a few in my family, and uh, it, you feel so heavy when you're around complainers. Um, so, yeah, complaining doesn't work, and uh, rejoicing puts you in a different mindset. How about... Uh, don't compare yourself to others. Lots of times we look at others like in social media or celebrities and we compare ourselves. This really makes us feel that we're not enough. Um, should we just not go on social media or how do we cope with that? I, I think, you know, everybody, everybody isn't satisfied with something on them, right? Whether it's your education, your background, your body, for ladies, bodies are a big one. Um, the thing is, you know, when you're not satisfied with something, you have a tendency to complain. But I remember uh, long ago, some diet guru was saying, you know, instead of saying, I can't do something, say, what can I do? You know, so I can't, I can't have sugar, but I can still have a sugar-free uh, chocolate, you know, start looking at things from the positive side, you know. Um, it's hard. Resentment is a hard one. You just don't wake up and stop resenting. You really have to make the choice and you have to work at it. Because in life, somebody's going to cut you off in traffic and your temper will flare immediately, you know. And those are things we have to try. And for me, with God's help, it is possible. You know, I really think about comparing yourself to others that uh, we have to also look at um you know not being so involved like constantly on social media you know or if we do see someone that you know we say gee i don't measure up to him him or her we should you know cut ourselves a break love ourselves be kind to to one another and uh, really that takes me to my next point which is needs and wants what we think we need is really not a want. There's nothing wrong with wanting something we like, but if we say yes to too many wants, it can take away our contentment. What do you think about that? Well, I have 200 pairs of shoes. In fact, over two, you know, I'm being kind of... Uh, Conservative? <laughs> yes, that's the word. Yes. But the thing is, do I still want more shoes? Yes, I do. And does it make me happy just for the minute? You know, and then um, then after a while, the shoes are not important. And you realize you want, and then you want, and then you want, but it does not bring you happiness. Um, the thing about social media, or media on the whole, I did advertising at Ryerson, 
and the whole point is to get you to buy something and make you think you need it you know and that is the whole thing so when when I started to work right after college I, I felt so bad because I felt everything out of my mouth was a lie because you have to convince somebody to buy something and this is how it this is how life works and I think you know the older you get hopefully the wiser you become and you realize it's not about what they say or even about what you say you know you have to become the real person that you are you know your true self the best of you and, and when you become the best of you, you realize I am more than my body, more than my situation, more than my education. I am somebody who is more and, and what is my goal in life? It's not to want, it's not to need, but maybe your goal is to help others, to counsel others, to be good to others. You know, I get the greatest joy when I give. I love to give, people think I'm nuts, but I love to give. And there's a joy that you cannot explain. So it takes away from yourself. Stop looking at yourself and stop looking at what other people are telling you. Uh, there's a, there's a Lizzo, I don't know if you know, anyway. But she has embraced her body. And she's a, a bigger girl, but she is so gorgeous. And she dresses and she dances and she just lives her own life. She owns it. She makes the most of what she has. And that is something that is so important. And, um, you know, I, I want to talk about a little bit about what ifs. You know, we always like, you know, people think, oh, what if I didn't do this? What if I didn't do that? It destroys our peace and contentment by wondering, worrying about what ifs. If we understand that we can't control the outcome, we really can't control the outcome, and move from that to giving it over to God or the universe, this really takes that what ifs out of our hands. That's right. We all we all say, oh, if I could go back in time, I would do so and so. And one day I told my brother that. He's looked at me and said, Cherry, you will just make different mistakes. So it doesn't matter where you are. We all make mistakes and we all figure we should have gone on in this road and said you know the path not taken and the thing is contentment is just being content where you are and whether you're in a mansion or you're in a shack you're the one that has to be content the house can't make you content your boyfriend your girlfriend your your spouse your job your education you know none of that can make you content um i've been blessed i drive in a in a beautiful car people are always commenting and guys are always you know trying it's a yellow sports car so cute <laughs> but the thing is i know when the guys are interested i know it's a car and not me <laughs> the thing is i enjoy my car but i enjoy my car as a car it doesn't identify who i am i know who i am and i don't need the frills to tell me who i am and, and i think that's a big thing in life i didn't get to know who i was when i was younger i you know you're now learning who you are and but as you get older and as i grow in my faith i know who i am so i'm in a more comfortable place now i don't worry about what people say and i like to dress how i want like I will wear white in November, December, I don't care, that's just me. So I think when you know who you are, you know, you feel more settled in life and you don't let 
anybody tell you who you are. I know who you are. You're an encouraging lady that's been our guest today, Cherry Abraham. Thanks for helping us discuss and hopefully move towards living a life of peace by living in contentment, gratitude, and the joy of rejoicing. Now, where can listeners get a hold of you? Okay, my uh, email is cherrypie01 at rogers.com. That's cherrypie01 at rogers.com. Thanks so much, Cherry. Thank you, Marlene. This has been a true privilege. And I have learned just talking with you, you know, so it's all good. Thank you. And I just want to, again, um, let everyone know that this edition of Inspiring Experiences is heard on Spotify, Apple, as well as Breakers FM, Castaway, Anchor FM, and many other formats. So please do leave a comment. I really value those comments. I'm going to share a comment from Carrie C. who said, Love Inspiring Experience podcast. I've been through a lot of upheavals upheavals since COVID and have really enjoyed the positiveness of your podcast. Oh, thank you, Carrie. Please, again, comment anywhere you hear this podcast. And remember, I'm Marlene Juliana reminding you that an inspiring experience can happen at any time. Are you ready?